tuning in. We're so delighted uh, that you're with us tonight. Um, you know, these are strange times and different times. And then in another sense, they're not strange times. Um, because we were, came to know God in a house church at home. And for many, many years, we had church in our home, meetings in our home with the children and many, many people down through the years. So what's different really is the technology. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we're doing it online but you know it's such a privilege to be able to reach out to you tonight and to talk about God and to interact with you um, and you know our prayer is that for the next half hour that wherever you are online uh, listening in that you will feel the presence of God and the Holy Spirit so yeah, guys, we're so delighted, so delighted to connect with you tonight and do church from our home. Remember that you can tune in Sunday. Next Sunday is, uh, what's next Sunday? Next Sunday is Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday. So the Easter Bunny, no, no such thing. There is, there is, there is a virtual. So Easter Sunday, Michael is going to be speaking and you can tune in on Instagram or Facebook at 12 noon next Sunday to hear that. Also remember you can catch us on YouTube anytime, just type in Grace Church Cork or you can listen to the podcast on graceireland.ie. And Grace Kids Church and Charlene and the guys are doing fabulous work. They're reaching out to parents with videos and worksheets and activities, guys. So again, if you need to connect with them, connect via uh, online tonight. Send us in some details and we pass them on. Or contact Charlene Murray uh, at graceireland.com. Um, also, Tribe Youth. Uh, hi to Megan and particularly to Dara, who's here behind the scenes. Hello, everyone. Peace and blessings. Great job on Sundays. They're live on Sundays, reaching our beloved teenagers at half past one, having lots of fun, games, hearing the scriptures, uh, and spending good time together. So well done, Tribe Youth, half past one on Instagram on Sundays. And remember, guys, you can also donate and simply by going onto our website, graceireland.ie or .com, click the donate button and it takes about 20 seconds to fill out a debit card detail there. Or you can go on your mobile phone, type in give to graceireland.ie or you can take out a banking standing order. Uh, it's all on the website. Thank you to so many of you who are being faithful during this testing Amen. time. Amen. We really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. So I'm going to be talking tonight about what's your temperature and this is part two of the talk on what's your temperature. If you can remember on Sunday we were looking at how so many people are really concerned if they get a temperature, do they have coronavirus? And uh, I just wanted to look at what about spiritual temperature? It might be good to have a high physical temperature, but it's really good to have a high spiritual temperature. So if you might remember last Sunday, we looked at the two on the Emmaus Road, and we also saw how when they sat at the table, Jesus was revealed to them as they were in the house. 
and the result of that was their hearts were burning. In other words, their temperature went up. And we prayed that Jesus would be at your table and at my table mm -hmm. and that our hearts would start to burn as well. We also saw that the great apostle Paul said, uh, be enthusiastic in spirit, Romans 12, 11. And we know that that comes from the New Testament Greek word, zeal, which means to boil. I was showing you about our kettle and how you got to flick the switch and turn the cold water into boiling water. And it's that concept about your spirituality and my spirituality so that we can both have a higher temperature spiritually. Finally, we saw the warning from Jesus himself when he said in Matthew 24, verse 12, many people's love will grow cold. Here's the big danger. When we go through a crisis like this one, most people will either get closer to God or they'll go away from God. I'm around too long, 40 years on this walk now, and I've seen it. When things get tough, people go one of both ways. I assume the fact that you're tuning in tonight, that you're not one of those who's going to get colder towards God. And I pray that everyone we know in our church community really will get a hot heart, mm. a burning heart for Jesus. I want to talk tonight, just over the next 15 uh, to 20 minutes or so, just about sparks. Sparks, and we're going to look at Acts 2 in just a moment. But you may remember on Sunday, aha, I had this. See, Denise goes around the house lighting beautiful scented candles in the evening with this. Actually, they're holy candles, but don't say anything. <laughs> and she does that. But you know, I prefer the old-fashioned way. I'm just a traditionalist at heart. I got out a big, huge box of matches just for the night. But you know what a spark is? It's like this, though. You're watching now. If you're looking at the telly as well as looking at this, I will know. I get a supernatural vision of you. <sighs> you see, you got to have a spark to get a light so that you can start heating up your temperature and what you don't want is for the evil one and he is there to do that to you where all you leave is a bit of old after smoke and the memory goes and you go cold as this match will be cold in five minutes that's not what you want and it's not what i want so i'm going to talk tonight briefly about how can we get a spark how did it happen in the Bible? Because everything we believe comes from the scripture. And how can you and I learn from it as we keep our temperature up and even hotter during this strange season that we're living through? You know, by learning, you and I protect ourselves. By learning from God's word, we protect ourselves. Everything from anxiety to enemy attack to losing our faith. The whole spectrum, we protect ourselves by learning. And that's why tonight we're looking at the scripture. If you really want to get the full benefit of this, you need to read all of Acts chapter 2. Learn about the people who went before you in the early Christian church. This is powerful stuff. So I'm going to read just a few abridged verse, verses. Read them at home yourself. You've got a bit of time, most of us at home, to read more of the Bible. And so I pray, Lord, your word would spark a fire in every heart of every soul looking on in Jesus' name. And Denise and Dara said, Amen. Amen. See, Denise isn't off having a cup of coffee, though. She's actually inside here. <laughs> she actually having a fag. She's not having a fag either. No, no, no. Uh, to all our American friends, um, that means cigarette, okay? So don't, don't get it the, the wrong meaning. 
But back to the scripture, back to the Bible, back to basics. Here's what God's word says in Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost came, they were inside together, talking about the Christians, uh, in one place. Suddenly, the sound of a powerful wind from, guess where? Heaven was heard filling the whole house. So it was a large house. Each of them, they saw tongues of fire coming upon every one of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. Why? Because they began to speak in other tongues. And tongues is an old word for languages. So if you're new and you've stumbled across us tonight and you're going, what is this tongues thing? It's nothing scary, it's nothing spooky, but it is supernatural. And can I say, if you're a Christian who's prayed for this and it hasn't happened, don't get discouraged, don't tune out, don't switch off. This is not a word of judgment, it's not a word of discouragement, it's a word of encouragement. And maybe this is the time for you to come into this experience and I pray mm. that when there's no hassle around you from mm. the point of view of people looking on, God will spark something in your soul. So what did we just read? Let me just elaborate on a few points. This is a whole Bible study I could talk for hours, but we know that if you go on too long on YouTube, Facebook or Instagram, people tune out. So read it at home. But let's look at a couple of the main points. When the day of Pentecost came, Jenny, that happened the other day as well. It says they were all together in one place because they were all inside. This is really important. Before the Holy Spirit fell on the early believers, 120 of them, they were really afraid. So they were reticent. Now they were obeying God and they were waiting. They weren't sinning or anything. But up to this point, they were behind closed doors. They kind of reminds me of today. They were quite isolated. And they stayed behind the closed doors and they were fearful and they weren't exactly brimming with confidence. But they were waiting inside. I can imagine tonight that a lot of people watching in are, we're all in home, we're all isolated at home, but some of us are in home and the fire of God is upon us and other of us are in home and our hearts are getting cooler. Well, these guys were afraid and maybe you're afraid tonight. You know what? If you are afraid tonight, take heart from what we're going to look at. Because these people went from fear to faith. Hallelujah. Amen. So they're inside and they're a bit afraid and all of that going on. And they had a few bad experiences. But we're told that tongues of fire came upon each one. That's really important. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak in other languages or other tongues. You see, uh, do you know why I love this? It's, it to me is a perfect balance between individuality and community. Because there was a tongue of fire came upon each one. It doesn't matter how many of us are there. There were 2,000 or so watching in last Sunday. Each one was unique and individual. Mm. It's the same tonight. However many are looking in, you're not just part of a blob. You're not a number. I'm not a number. We are all individuals. And so the Lord sent a tongue of fire on each individual. He didn't miss out the crowd at the back. He didn't say they're only teenagers. They don't need it. He didn't say, Ash, they're only women. Not at all. Nothing like that. Or they're not educated or whatever. It 
fell on everyone who was there as an individual, but the result was that the community was born, a movement was born, and they all began to speak in tongues. And as they got this gift, and remember the tongues were what? Were they ice? Mm. Was it smoke? No, it was fire. Each tongue was fire. Fire. That's what it was like. And there was a mighty wind heard, so it was audio and visual. And as the tongues of fire came upon them, a boldness came upon them. Mm. Now in Cork, when we say bold, we mean naughty. So for all of us from Cork, boldness doesn't mean you're brazen. It means you're courageous. Courageous. So they began to speak in tongues, a passion and an enthusiasm came upon their souls. Their temperature went way up. The kettles are all boiling here now, lads. And we're told in the same chapter that the crowd outside were amazed because they all heard them speaking in each language. And if you read into it, the crowd there were from all over the world. They spoke a multitude of languages. And yet, of those 120, they each heard it in their own language. And read it yourself and you can see all those languages. And they were amazed. Here's the important thing. How did the crowd hear it? Because they began to go out. The 120 poured out. In other words, the church wasn't hiding behind a wall anymore. The church was pouring out. It was like the fruitful branches of the vine coming out over the wall. Do you remember there in January, we had a brilliant Sunday. It was so sunny, like today. And we all went out on the bridge, the new bridge, Mary Ellen Bridge, linking our building with the rest of the city centre. And we went out and it was that kind of a thing. So they all poured out and 3,000 people were added to the church that day. Here's the interactive bit. These people were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues. Hope you're getting ready to connect with us. And it happened to them when they were just gathered as a church. So nobody actually laid hands and prayed over them, even though that's in the Bible. And they weren't just at home on their own and it happened to them, even though that happened to others. They were just all together in one place. We want you to tell us tonight and we want you to do it because other people will learn and a lot of people haven't had this experience. How were you filled with the Holy Spirit in that way? So if you were on your own, praying on your own, and Denise and I will tell you the results in about 10 minutes and I'll tell you and Denise will tell you how it happened for us. But were you on your own at home? Send in an emoji of uh, hands praying. It just means you were on your own. Were you, uh, did someone lay hands on you? So we do it regularly at Grace. We lay hands, the elders of the church, to pray for people. Send in an emoji of the two hands up like that. It means someone laid hands on you and the Holy Spirit came upon you. Or were you filled with the Holy Spirit just sitting in church or in church during worship? Send in an emoji of a church. It's very easy to find. So there's three main ways. It's not that it's different. It's just a different setting. And I want, I think this is really important because a lot of people get very hung up that it has to happen in a certain way. It doesn't. God is not someone that you can put in a box. He can move by the power of his Holy Spirit wherever you are. Maybe for some of you, you were driving or you were climbing a mountain or whatever. But if you were on your own, if someone prayed with you or if you were just in church, let us know. We'd love to hear. We want, 
our church community to be alive. So it's like we're all up in the atrium talking to each other for over coffee after the meeting, okay? Let me just tell you one or two other things. We're told, the great apostle Paul said, 1 Corinthians 14, 4, the person who prays in tongues builds themselves up. Now, I remember someone said to me once, well, the verse before that says, whoever prophesies builds the church up. And they said, I would rather build the church up and just prophesy or share a prophetic word rather than uh, speaking in tongues or praying in tongues and just being selfish about it. And my answer to that is this. You can't build the church up unless you first are built up. Yeah. I can't build the church up unless I first am built up. So first you pray in tongues and you build yourself up and then you can share with the church by prophesying and sharing and build the church up. If you get a Ryanair or an Aer Lingus flight and you hit a pocket where there's no oxygen, the oxygen masks pop down. You know what you have to do? If you have a child with you, you have to put your own oxygen mask on first, then you attend to the child or the elderly person next to you. Why? Because if you don't have the oxygen, you're gonna die. And you can't help them anyway. So it's always better to make sure you're strong yourself first. Now Paul elsewhere in the Bible tells us, and he said to the church, in Corinth, I thank God I speak in tongues more than all of you together. In Cork we'd say, if Paul was from Cork he'd say, I thank God I speak in tongues more than all of you like, more than all of you like. Well, the Corinthian church did an awful lot of praying in tongues, so Paul must have done a huge amount of personal praying in tongues. It's one of the secrets, if you will, of Paul's spirituality, that he kept his temperature up by this constant sparking of the Holy Spirit. Look what Paul wrote to his spiritual son, Timothy. He said, fan into flame and rekindle the fire of the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid hands upon you. And here Paul is saying to Timothy, and I think this is for a lot of us tonight, you were filled with the Spirit before. You and I need to be filled with the Spirit again. We need to have that infilling experience again. And you might say, there's no one to pray for me. Yes, there is. We're all praying for you. Amen, girls? Amen. Amen. Fan it into flame. Rekindle it. The spiritual gift God gave you. And look at what happened, Paul said, when I laid hands on you. That's what they did in the Bible. And... Um, the next part of this verse everyone quotes, or a lot of people quote, but they always leave out what I've just read, because that then leads on to another fantastic part of the scripture. Right after it, Paul says, for God will not give you, or did not give you, a spirit of fear. Amen. The Holy Spirit gives you power, love, and a sound mind. mind. Power of the Spirit the love of God and a sound mind so that you've got self-control over anxiety, over dark thoughts, over wrong stuff. You've got that power mm. of self-control so that your mind is sound. But people forget that just before it, Paul is talking about spiritual gifts and rekindling it and fanning it into flame. So brothers and sisters, this is a brilliant way during the Corona crisis for you and me to raise our spiritual temperature. Let me quote 
the Prince of Preachers. As I come towards the conclusion, we'll try and see how many people have come in and let us know mm. which way they came to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Charles Spurgeon was a great Victorian preacher. He said this, There is no better thermometer to your spiritual temperature than the intensity of your prayer. You know, when the Holy Spirit fills you, your prayer becomes real. It's not dead boring. I can remember with the greatest of respect before I became a Christian, when I used to pray, it was rattling off just repetition. It meant nothing to me. I just kept repeating stuff. But when the Holy Spirit came upon me, I was born again, and then I was filled with the Holy Spirit. I remember my prayers so changed. There was a passion in them. So guys, tonight, as we're coming towards Easter, one of the highlights, probably the biggest highlight, even more than Christmas, for the Christian year. My message to you is don't stay cold. Amen. Turn up the heat and call on the Holy Spirit. If I had a worship band, could the worship band come up here, please? Can you just cheer up? If I had a worship band, oh comrade, if I had you with me tonight, boy. If we had a band with us, or any of the guys, I would ask for this song. Uh, I'm not going to attempt to sing it because I don't want to embarrass Bye. people with my fantastic talent. Stir my heart, O oh Lord. Let your holy fire burn. Spark a flame within me. Strengthen my desire. Amen. Isn't that a lovely song? Amen. And it goes on. Amen. That's my prayer tonight, that you and I would ask the Lord to stir our hearts, let holy fire burn in your soul, and that a flame would be sparked in you and in me, so our desire for God Amen. would be strengthened. Before I call Denise back on in just a moment, I'm simply going to pray now. And I'm asking you to join in at home. Come, Holy Spirit. What a brilliant prayer. May the Holy Spirit come into your living room, into your bedroom, into your car, wherever you are. If you're on your own, you're not. Pray in the name of Jesus. But the Holy Spirit of fire would anoint and come upon men and women, boys and girls right now. I pray, Lord, that what happened in the day of Pentecost would begin to happen all over Cork, all over Ireland, Europe and the world, wherever people are watching, Amen. that each one would have an individual experience yes. of fire from heaven, that we would stop trying to analyze it to death yes. and just with childlike faith Amen. accept the Holy Spirit's fire tonight. Come and move, Lord. Hallelujah. With fire and with might, O oh God. Let many be filled with the Spirit for the first time. And for our brothers and sisters who need the refilling, because we leak. I pray a refilling of the Holy Spirit now. Go through walls. Go through miles and distances. You are not confined by geography, O oh God. You're above it all. So Amen. let your Holy Spirit anoint each one. Of the people we love Amen. and of the new friends we're making. 
I pray it tonight in Jesus' name. And I hope everyone living out there in Facebook and Instagram land said, Amen. Amen. Would you like to hear where most people were filled with the Holy Spirit? Denise, we'd love to hear it. Can you tell us? Hi, oh, guys. Thanks very much <coughs> for your feedback. Um, and it was interesting. Whoa. We have one big um, area where the people received the Holy Spirit and it was predominantly on their own praying. Wow. Whoa. Uh, the second one really was uh, the laying on of hands. So people got hands laid on them and received the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then sitting in church at a service, the Holy Spirit moved on people and they received the gift of the Holy Spirit. So guys, thanks for your mm. feedback on that. Really interesting. And, and thank you so many. I can't believe how many people yeah. have, have come on. Yeah. Why is this important, lads? It's important because God isn't tied in to where you are. Mm. You just get tied into where he is. And God will move in you on your own. Mm. So you're not in church tonight no. from a physical point of view. And we can't lay hands on you, and we'd love to, but you can experience the Amen. Holy Spirit like the majority of people. I have to say, um, that was my experience. It happened to me on my own. I was a Christian a few days, and I was sitting in the bedroom. I probably told you this a good few times in these loads of times. I read the psalm, and the psalm said, His loving kindness is better than life. And I started to weep. Mm. And as I was weeping with the Bible open, mm. I just know the Holy Spirit fell upon me. And I began praying in tongues. And I was a little bit frightened because I'd only heard it once at a Christian meeting. And I thought you could only do it in a meeting, that you weren't allowed to do it at home. You're allowed to do it at home. Amen. <laughs> Tell us about Amen. yourself. I think Denise. for me, you know, God meets us where we're at, doesn't he? Uh, as individuals. Um, so for me, I was uh, a Christian. I'd asked the Lord into my life about a couple of months beforehand, and it was at a house meeting, a, ho a room probably no mm. bigger than where we are tonight, uh, Myra Linehan's uh, room, um, and it was jammed, packed full of people. I was actually 18 years of age, 18 years old. I was mm. so young. Um, but there was a table in the corner, and I sat under the table, and we had such a time of worship. Uh, at that meeting and the presence of God was so real. I was sitting under the table up against the corner and I knew that God had given us the gift. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. So for me, I knew mm. the simplicity of just, it's a gift. And I said, Lord, I thank you for that gift. And in the middle of the worship, I just heard sounds in my mind. And I just said the sounds, very peaceful, very gentle, but so much in his presence. Mm. The... And I just started really praying in tongues that night. And then I went back into worship and I went home that night again and I thought it might be gone or it might go because I had to be with other Christians. And I was at home and I just, again, when I was worshiping God on my own, the, the sounds came and I just started praying in tongues again. So, and it's just such an amazing, an amazing gift from God the power and the gift of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, the Holy Spirit comes into everyone when we're born again. Mm. But this is the second blessing. John Wesley used to call it the old Methodist. This is another experience and there's no big deal about it. No. It's there for all of God's children. Yeah. Usually it is manifested by speaking in tongues. Not always, but usually. So again, this is a word of encouragement. Can I finally say there is a huge hunger 
among people all over Ireland, all over Cork, for the supernatural. Yeah. People are craving authentic experiences. They don't want some ding-dong ritual in a church. They want a real experience of a supernatural God yeah. who heals people today and who rescues us and who gives us peace in our minds and in our hearts. Yeah. So to be filled with the Holy Spirit is something that will change Ireland and to be empowered with the gift of tongues causes you and I to be built up. Yeah. Hearing for tonight all about getting hotter. Hotter apparently it's going to go up to, someone said 18 degrees, I don't know how true that is. But the weather is getting warmer. I pray that your hearts heart your hearts Amen. will get warmer as Amen. well. Amen. Thank you so guys, so much guys for uh, coming and joining us tonight. Denise, do you want to say anything? Yeah guys, we will continue to pray for you. Stay safe, stay well. Um, and until we meet physically face to face, we miss you all. We're sending you lots of love. Looking forward to hearing what God has put on Michael's heart for next Sunday. Um, uh, bless you Michael as you prepare for the week. And guys, we'll uh, stay connected. Love you loads. Bless you. Amen. Amen. And remember this, or let me promise you this, when it's all over, my goodness, what a party we're going to have. Amen. I'm telling you, we're going to have a huge party in 53 McCartan Street. I know we're going to have to. We're going to have a huge party and you won't be allowed in unless you give long hugs to all of us. So we're going to have a big love in mm -hmm, when this is all over. In the meantime, keep connected. God bless you. Over and out tonight and over tonight Sunday. So